Blog Talk Radio. What's going on, folks? It's your boy Long Beach Joe. We back at it, baby. We back at it. And it's time to talk, man. We got a lot going on today. We're going to be covering the Jets QB position. We're going to be talking about that, some roster evaluations as well. Keep things going into this offseason. I'm hyped. I am hyped. I'm telling you, I cannot wait to get into it. So listen, I'm the man of the people. I am here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with folks about this, uh, you know, this football team. Also, give me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. So without further ado, folks, go ahead and get into the show. I'm fired up. I'm fired up today. I'm fired up. We got a lot of things going on. Uh, everyone knows there's been a big trade as well uh, that has really sparked some things. So we're going to get into that too. But as well, please go check me out on iTunes. You know what I'm saying? Please go check me out on iTunes. It's the Long Beach Joe Show. Um, I'm on Twitter as well at YoungJ000 to three zeros. Uh, you know you can follow me there. We can go back and forth. I'm also uh, the Long Beach Joe uh, is uh, the uh, the Twitter page for the show as well. Uh, so, you know, please follow me across my platforms. I'm also on, again, YouTube. Uh, for everybody that's watching me, I also live stream on YouTube as well. It's uh, at, um, you know, Long Beach Joe Jet. So you can go there, subscribe there, uh, like my content on there. You can catch the live stream while I'm doing my live radio show, as well as on Blog Talk, too. So, you know, please check me out wherever you're at. Um, so I just want to put that out there. I also want to thank everyone, you know, that is uh, – you know, donate into the channel as well. You can check out my super chat, which is there too. Please donate if you can. You know, it's all greatly appreciated. I want to thank everybody that does, seriously. Uh, from the bottom of my heart, it means a lot to me uh, when you guys, you know, give. Because, I, I, you know, I really don't expect it. I really, really don't. But it's always great to see. You know, I'm great to see that you folks support me. And I want to thank everybody, again, that does that. So we're going to go ahead and get right into it again at 515 Six zero two nine six three nine is the number if you want to call in. Lines are open, you know what I'm saying. So, I wanted to start off by talking about the situation uh, with the salary cap first, because that's kind of what we're looking at right now. We're a team that has a lot of needs. Um, I know that there's a lot of people that are looking at the Jets right now and saying to themselves, "Okay, we can utilize free agency to really better ourselves and better this roster um, to really get to where we need to go." Right now, I think we have like $63 million, uh, in the bank as far as the salary cap. It could go higher with some of the moves that we could possibly make as well. But we also got to keep our eyes on the prize, too, because there's some things going on with the salary cap. We all know that we're dealing with a situation. Uh, there's a reason why we wear a mask. I don't want no smoke with YouTube. I don't want no problems with these people, okay? Uh, so when you look at this situation, the salary cap is lowering because some of the things that have happened. Um, we've seen, you know that a lot of people are spectating where it's going to be. Uh, the cap for each club, you know, at one point have risen. You know, at one point, the salary cap was, I think, like $198 million, uh, at, at one point. And now, you know, it's going to go down. A lot of people are pretty much estimating it's going to be somewhere uh, somewhere around $176 million. So that's about a decrease of like $22 million at this point. So, you know, we got to see what we can do within that space. We're, you're also going to see a lot of other teams as well because of the issues with the salary cap. They're going to be, you know, having to release players. Uh, so there may be some guys that could be out there that really could benefit us. But we also got to watch how much we're spending because, yet again, uh, free agency, guys are going to want that, that money. And if you look at guys in the past, they've been getting paid. 
and getting paid quite a bit. So we've got to watch where we spend. We've got to watch what we spend on. We've got quite a bit of draft capital as well. That'll help us along too. Uh, so that that's something important to keep your eye on, the salary cap and the impact that it'll have on other teams because we're good. You know, we <laughs> we ain't never really had many people we had to resign. But uh, let me tell you something. There's a lot of teams that do have really quality players that probably are going to see the market because they're going to be cap cut. Uh, another thing that's happened as well that definitely is going to impact us because it's a player that we're chasing after that could be impacted by this trade is the trade of Matt Stafford. Uh, you know, in case you don't know, the Lions sent Stafford to the Rams uh, for, you know, two first round picks and a third rounder as well. They gave him a 2022 uh, first round pick, a 2023 first round pick and a 2021 third round pick. And the Rams also dealt uh, Jared Goff. Uh, you know, to the uh, to the Lions as well. So that was quite a deal. That was quite a deal. And there was a lot of people looking at the situation going, okay, well, yeah, they did give quite a bit for Stafford, but a lot of that was to, you know, aid in the situation with, you know, just eating Goff's deal, which is understandable there. But still, when you hear rumors from other places, though, supposedly Washington was in on the deal as well. They were in on the scrum too. And they were right there. There was a league official that said he feels like they almost gave up, you know, the, that the Washington uh, football team gave up a deal or gave up, had a package of picks that they were ready to give up in a deal that they felt like was better than, you know, what the Rams were trying to give the Lions. So, you know, that's there as well. But let me tell you something. Stafford, I'm not disrespecting him. He's a solid quarterback, but he's up in age, dude. He's only got a couple years left. If a lot of people, there's a lot of people out there that look at that situation and say to themselves, that absolutely um, impacted, you know, the the possibility of the, you know, the the fee for Watson. That definitely could have driven the price up for him. So, you know, that's something we can keep our eyes on as well. I believe that, you know, that's something that could definitely push the price up too. You look at the situation with Stafford, he's an older guy. You got Deshaun Watson who's out there. He's 25. This guy's a star. Top five quarterback in the league, been to the Pro Bowl three times. There's a lot of things going on out here, man. So we got to keep our eyes on this stuff. So I wanted to bring that up. We're going to be talking about that tonight. But I'm ready to get to these lines, man. Listen, 515-602-9639. Again, 515-602-9639. I'm going to get to everybody on the lines. Let me explain something to y'all if this is your first time calling in because, you know, I may have some new callers. When you call in, okay, my system, I can see you. You're in a queue, Okay. There's no need for you to hang up and call in, hang up and call in, hang up and call in, okay? I can see you. You're in a queue. So when you call in, you're, you're in a queue, which is like I put you in a line, okay? You're in a line. It's like you're at a, a grocery store waiting in line to purchase your groceries, okay? So you're waiting in that line as we go through callers, which, again, everybody will get that time. As we go through callers, your time will come up. Don't hang up and call in, hang up and call in. You're only going to push yourself to the back of the queue, which is essentially you're putting yourself to the back of the line. It's like if you were waiting for your groceries and you keep getting in the line and then out the line, in the line, out the line, you're just going to push yourself back in that grocery store line, okay? So that's how it works. I know a lot of different people do a lot of different things, but if you call in 515-602-9639, again, 515-602-9639, if you call in, you will be put in the queue and I will get to everybody, okay? I will get to everybody. All right. So we're going to go ahead and get into it again. You know, we're also my guys in the chat, my savages. Yo, I'm going to get to 
<laughs> All my super chats. I already got a super chat. Where's my super chat, guys, man? Where's my super chat? Where's my super chat little sound by here? You know what I'm saying? I got some things. Got some things going on, man. Listen, we got some guys already. We got some super Question in the chat, especially my super chat guys, will definitely come to you. You know what I'm saying? I have nothing but respect for my super chat. Dude, nothing. Salute to them, man. Salute to them. You know what I'm saying? So let me get to that uh, super chat before I get to the lines. It's Eddie Jesus. Salute to you, Eddie, and thank you again for your super chat. Eddie says, Word on the street, the Jets are going to draft Zach Wilson. Any thoughts? Hmm. That's interesting. That's interesting. Um, Zach Wilson, he's a guy, he's talented. You know what I'm saying? He could definitely move. But, you know, we'll see. There's a lot of smoke in the streets right now, Eddie. A lot of smoke. This is smoke season right now, okay? You got to keep that in mind. Justin Fields is going to be out there. A lot of people feel like he's highly ranked. Um, there's other quarterbacks as well. Who knows? Maybe we stick with Sam. But there's a lot of questions, man. A lot of things to be seen. But I'm not necessarily against Zach if that's the road that we're going to go down. You know what I'm saying? So we'll see. But, again, salute to you, Eddie. We're going to keep coming to the Super Chat guys as well. This is my Super Chat soundbite. <laughs> My super chat sound bite, you know what I'm saying? We bring it every time you hit the super chat, you know what I'm saying? You every time, every time. So salute to everybody, all the savages in the chat. You know what I'm saying? I gotta get to these calls. So we're gonna go to my guy E. My guy E is on the line right now. My guy E is on the line. E, how are you doing today? Welcome to the show, my man. We gotta get this started. Give me your thoughts on this deal that the Rams were able to make for Stafford, and do you believe that this drives the price for Watson North? Hey, Joe, I hope you're doing good, man. Also, uh, congrats on getting your uh, super chats, your monetization. I think when you get up a 1,000 subscribers, you get that. Man, as a, as a day one Long Beach shower, one Long Beach Joe <laughs> shower, I'm, I'm proud of you, man. So congrats for that. But, thank you, uh, thank you. Back to, the, yeah, back to the Stafford thing. I honestly don't think – it impacts us very much. The thing is, too, they got an extra. They got you know extra picks because they dumped such a bad contract. Like Jared Goff, mm-hmm. I don't think he's a good quarterback. He's definitely not worth that money. So definitely some of that you know draft capital came in with you know when you're dumping salary. So I don't really think it impacts us too much. Um, you know it's interesting to see that we were involved. You know because you got to do your due diligence. So I think we're going to be involved in most you know quarterback situations. So we're going to. Yeah, do our due diligence. But I honestly don't think it impacts us that much. I don't think you should overreact. Oh, we're going to have to give six first-round picks if we want Watson or something like that. Like, you know, first of all, no one's giving up six first-round picks anyways. But uh, I I really don't think it's going to impact us too much. Okay. So my my question for you is this. I know you're you're a Deshaun Watson guy. I know that you're interested in going after him. So when you look at this situation, how much are you willing to give up? Are you willing to give up? three first-round picks, or four first-round picks, two seconds, and a third? So, three – I'd go three seconds uh, – I'm sorry, three first. What I, I, I would maybe even go – I doubt I'd go four, but I, I just don't want to give up players. I think I would go three first-round picks, a second, and a third. I'd be willing to do that. Okay. Because the three, the three first-round picks to me and the third is basically like there's a strong possibility you're going to draft a quarterback, so that's one pick. And then you got the Jamal Adams pick, so you're basically trading a first-round pick and Jamal Adams for Deshaun Watson. So 
Also, mm-hmm. the number two pick is so valuable compared to a lot of the other teams involved that, you know, it's going to be mm-hmm. more valuable than some other picks. So I would go, you know, I would go, um, my preferred option would be one, the number two this year, both first next year, and then the third we got from C or one third this year, the one, either the one we have or the one from Seattle, doesn't really matter. And then if you trade Darnold, the first round pick stuff, I don't really buy it. I think you get a second round pick, you could for Watson. So that, you know that's okay. So, so let me let, let's let's back up. Let's back up because I want I want to I want to challenge your points. I want to challenge your points. When you're talking Absolutely. about trading, yeah. And again, I want to thank you for calling in because you always bring the fire. When you're talking about trading for Watson, I understand you want to give up those two, you know, Seattle first rounders. You want to give up the second. I get that the second, you know, it's a second. It's a uh, second pick in the first round. It has value, absolutely. But here's the deal: this is a generational talent. This is a guy that has been there and done that, right? We've seen him succeed for years in the league. He's a top five QB. Uh, He's a guy that's put things together, you know, with or without talent. We've seen him be able to shine there with the Texans. You look at this situation, even this year, DeAndre Hopkins is gone. Uh, The the other better receiver, Will Fuller, he was kind of up and down as well. I know he sat out, he got suspended, but you still saw Deshaun go out there and put it together, right? And when you look at Mm -hmm. QB in this league, it's one of the most, valued positions in the entire league. I mean, look how long the Jets have been searching for this. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) You know, a lot of people, and I still feel like we have it in Sam Darnold, but we have been dying for a franchise quarterback for so long until we got Sam. I mean, people were just willing to sell anything. So there's a lot of people saying they were willing to sell their souls for a franchise quarterback before we drafted (laughs) Sam. So if you have, (laughs) yeah, there was, I'm telling you, if you have the Texans, and they're looking at you and they're saying, okay, three first-round picks, even though you have the second, that's not enough. This guy's 25, right? He's got a deal. You know what you're going to have to pay him for these next couple years. It's going to be cheaper than anyone that you get in the off – or anyone, cheaper than any other quarterback, you know, that's going to be coming up for a deal if they're younger. So we don't want just those three first-round picks. We want some seconds. We want a third. And we want Quentin Williams. Are you willing to add Quentin Williams to the deal to close it out with the Texans? It's kind of crazy to say. Honestly, no. I I don't want to give up players. We spent a first-round pick on him for a reason. He really blossomed. He really improved last year. You know, if mm. you don't get Watson, it's not the end of the world. You know, I would rather give up another first-round pick than uh, Quinn Williams. I know people are thinking, oh, well, you know, Stafford went for this much. Watson's going to give up this much. Don't forget, Houston has little leverage in the situation because he wants out. It's not like it's their choice to trade him. They literally have to. And, you know, there's going to be a bidding war. They don't have to. No doubt about it. Oh, uh, yeah. And, and I hear your point, something? but it's not true. I don't think they, they don't have to trade him. They don't have to trade him for a, deal, a package that they don't like. I understand that he has that no oh, trade clause, but the Texans could still say, look, we're not going to move you unless we get solid compensation back. They've had, they have him for years. I think until almost 2028, they have his rights. And if he decides to sit out, they can find him out the wazoo all day long. They can find him and continue to find him, and that's fine. He can stick his foot in the sand, but unless they get a deal, especially with what they've done in the past, everyone talked about how stupid, you know, that you know, the, the, how stupid the Texans have, or, or you know, handled situations in the past. Bill O'Brien and yeah, the the, all these other, they fired the those guys. guys from the Patriots. Yeah, <laughs> but they fired the guys that made these, you know, stupid deals. So going forward, I think they demand the type of value that they think they want to get to. They're just not going to get rid of him for nothing. Go ahead. 
not Easterby, the the church guy from New England. He's still there. He, he, supposedly, he he played a big role in getting Hopkins out the building. You saw the value they got for him. And I'm not saying you know mm-hmm. you're going to get nothing for Deshaun Watson, but I think it's crazy to say that you're going to have to give up three first, three seconds, three thirds, three players. Like no no team's going to do that, and I think they're going to end up trading him. I know the the GM said said what he said, but you know Kettleman said they're not trading Odell. Uh, King with uh, Cliff Kingsbury didn't say they're, you know Rosen's our guy. You know it's a smokescreen. So. I don't think the I think the package that I'm that my that I have in mind I think is fair to give up. Okay. Okay. So again, we, because what, we're evaluating, I, you know, the, go ahead. What I what I think is interesting to talk about too, you know, you could talk packages all day. What's fair or not? What I think is interesting is what you do with your other picks to build a team around him. Because I'm I've seen this narrative all over the place that you can't build a team with it without him. And I actually want to I want I have a few takes. I want to spit out if you don't mind. Yeah, go ahead. We were going to talk about that too. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Yeah. So in my plan, you're not giving up the first round, the second first round pick, the one from Seattle. So in my mind, you people are thinking that we're going to get every free agent this year. Uh, that's not happening. I think we could get one of the big no. two. Big two, I mean, uh, you know, the big two positions of need, wide receiver and guard. I think if you sign Joe Thune, you take a wide receiver with that pick. If you sign Alan mm. Robinson, you take a guard with that pick. That's my mindset with that. Mm. Patrick Jones, a really good edge rusher, you can get him in the second round um, because we're, if we trade Donald, you're going to have another second-round pick. So you got there. You could take a corner. You could sign a corner in the third round, something like that. Your wide receiving core is looking good now, depending on, you know, which route you go. The offensive line is much improved. Um, you know, you could, you know, Cam Clark, you know, we might see what – you might get something good out of him. You know, he didn't play last year, so he clearly, you know, went through, you know, somewhat development, I guess. But, you know, it's Gase too, so who knows. But um, I'm, I'm interested to see that. So I don't think we can't build the team around him. You know, we still have the money for agency. I don't want to spend every penny we have just because, you know, cap's going down. There's uncertainties with that. But I think – Mm-hmm. And my plan is you uh, you sign either a guard or a receiver, and then what, what you don't get, you take in the first round, and then you draft an edge rusher or sign an edge rusher, like a cheaper guy, like a Romeo Cora from the Lions. All right. Okay. I mean, I mean, there's, there, yeah, there's a lot of options for us. And, again, you know, we'll continue to go over that as the draft nears closer, and we'll continue to talk about free agency. But just sticking on the quarterback topic, because that's the roster evaluation I definitely want to get in today, because there's a lot of takes to be said about this quarterback situation. You talked about trading Sam Darnold. You talked about, you know, moving mm-hmm. on from him and getting, you believe, a, a first-round pick? It could be his grade? Is no, that no, no, what no, you no, said no. before? Second-round pick. Okay. Second, you're going to get a second-round pick for him. First, at the absolute Okay, a second-round pick for him. So to yeah, you. I doubt it. Yeah, okay. But to you in your mind, getting a second rounder, where's the destination you can actually send him where you think that second rounder is going to come from? The Colts is a good spot. I think um, a team like – I think a lot of teams are going to want him to sit him for a year. So I think maybe a mm-hmm. team like the Vikings or the 49ers. Um, I actually think this might happen. I, it looks like the Niners might be interested in Kirk Cousins. They might get Jimmy Garoppolo mm-hmm. back. You – yeah, uh, you sit Donald for a year behind Garoppolo in Minnesota, and then you trade Donald too, and that's a good second round pick too. Washington football team, mm-hmm. that's a good spot. He might have to start immediately, or you play Alex Smith a few games, and you know it's kind of his old colorways back in the you know back in college, you know the red and stuff. So it'd be interesting to see him there. They, they're building a good team out there too. So you know, well coached team, phenomenal defense. So I'd, it'd be cool to see him there. Um, 
So you got the few spots. I think the Saints are going to roll with Jameis Winston. Also, they don't have any cap space. I think mm-hmm. um, the Steelers, I think they're going to try giving Haskins a shot. If, But honestly, Haskins, I don't think he's any good. Uh, but we'll see. I think there's, you know, the, the take that, you know, you're going to get a third or a fourth round pick for Donald's crazy or no one's going to want him. Or Chicago, maybe. Like, this is how I think about it. When you got, you got the big four quarterbacks in the draft, you got Lawrence, Fields, Wilson, Lance. Then you got, you know, the next year, Mac Jones, Kyle Trask, guys like that. Would you rather have Sam Donald, who's shown struggles but has got tremendous amounts of upside compared to a guy like that? Like Mac Jones is basically the definition of a safe pick. Like, he doesn't have a ton mm-hmm. of upside, but, you know, he might be a quality starter. I would, I would obviously roll the dice with Sam Donald than go with uh, Mac Jones. So I think teams in that, you know, late, you know, picking around the late teams who need a quarterback, like the Colts or the Washington football team, I think they would be involved. Okay, okay. That, yeah, that's a great take. Listen, I got to get back to these lines, E, they heating up. You know what I'm saying? So thank you for calling in, my <laughs> yeah, friend. Man. And again, man, thank you for all your support, my my man. You have a good night. Of course, man. Have a good night. You have a good one. Listen, E, call in with the fire, bro. E calls in with the fire. I ain't going to lie to you. He's always got some solid takes, man. He's always got some solid takes. He's always knowing what he's talking about. And he's a heck of a Jets fan, man. I, I want to give him a hand, man. I want to give him a hand. He knows his stuff. He knows his stuff. He knows his stuff. I give it to him. I give it to him. He knows his stuff. I'm going to give it to him. But I'm going to keep getting to these lines. Again, if you're calling in, the number is 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639. I'm going to explain this again, okay? Because there was a person, and I'm not going to say your name, okay? But they upset me. Quite a little bit. You know what I mean? I don't get mad at a lot of stuff, but I do get mad if you say that I do not value all Jets fans. That is not true. I value every single one of you. But let me understand, let me explain to you so that you understand how my system works. When you call in, you're put into a queue, okay? I can see you. I know other people use different things where you got to call in a million times. That is not what happens here, okay? If you call into my show, you're put into a queue. When you call in, you should be able to hear my show, okay? So as you're put in the queue, it's like you're in the grocery store line, okay? If you're waiting in the line for groceries, as people get off the show, you get moved up in the queue, and then eventually you'll come on the show, okay? If you keep calling in and hanging up and calling in and hanging up and calling in and hanging up, you put yourself at the back of the queue, and then guess what happens to you? You just don't, you know what I'm saying, get on the show. That's what happens, all right? I'm just trying to explain that. I'm not trying to disrespect anybody. I'm just letting you know that if you're upset because you're not getting on the show, it's because you're calling and hanging up and calling in and hanging up again. Okay? Don't do that. All right? So we're going to keep it rolling, you know, because I love everybody and I respect everybody. And I want to hear fire. I want to hear fire. I want to hear fire. Salute to all my savages in the chat. If this is your first time listening to me, I live stream while I do my radio show. I call my chat, my guys in the chat, savages. Why? Because they're savage. Pure savages, okay? And no one is safe, not even me. If you give a bad take and they don't like it, they don't let you know about it. I'm keeping it real with you. It happens. Salute to Brandon Jaco. It's good to see you in here. In here, Bill Burr, Robbie Oak, all my guys in there, man. All my guys. The Machine, salute to you. Daniel Roberts, salute to you. 
You know what I'm saying? Daniel Roberts says, I'm so proud to be a savage, and I'm proud that you're here. Thank you, Daniel. So we're going to get to everybody. Salute to Omar and Roach as well. Good to see y'all in here. I think I'm going to get to my guy, Rich, man. I'm getting back to these lines. Going to my guy, Rich. Rich, salute to you. Welcome to the show. Thank you for calling in. I want to get your thoughts on this, Rich. Are you willing to pay the cost to get Deshaun Watson? Are you ready to make that trade, my man? What? Okay, but you're gonna give me, you're gonna tell me what's the cost because you said what? Am I trying to pay the cost? All I have to say oh, is, okay. um, I, I know a friend of mine who went to visit Houston. Um, maybe it was you know because of current events or other things, but they've become very sick lately. And all I can say is, Houston cannot keep a star over there for nothing. So, <laughs> first James Harden ran out of town, and now. Deshaun Watson, but I'm not here to tell you something you already know. So tell me the price, and then I'll tell you if I'm willing to pay it. Okay, here's the price. I'm just going to get to it. Here's the price, Rich. Give me four first-round picks. Give me a second. Give me a third. And give me Quentin Williams. Negative. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not going to more. You're not doing this, that? This, this, no. This, this, that sounds more preposterous than what uh, – the Redskins gave up to, to get RG3. Of course, Deshaun Watson is no RG3. RG3 wished that he could just fall and hit his head and wake up to be Deshaun Watson in a dream. But uh, that is, no, that's way too much. For now, a generational talent, for a generational talent, a 25-year-old quarterback in a deal, you know what you're getting. You know that he's a star. You know that he's going to chase or he's going to change the face of your franchise. He's probably going to be your QB for the next 10-plus years. You're going to get solid production out of him. You're telling me you're not willing to give up four first-round picks, a second, a third, and Quinton Williams? So you're, so essentially, first of all, you're giving away five first-round picks because that's exactly what Quinton Williams was, and then a second and a third. Uh, so okay, I'll tell you what. What if they lowered it? What if they just said three first-round picks, Quinton Williams, a second and a third? That I can work with because Matthew Stafford somehow, I mean, it's because of his contract. It's not because, oh, my God, Matthew Stafford has arrived in L.A. and now the Rams are favorites to win Super Bowls. No, it was the horrible contract that netted him so many um, so many first-round picks and stuff. But if they said three first-round picks, I want the three first-round picks to be spread out, not just be like, okay, they're going to take both of them this year and the first one for next year, and then we'll just keep the Seattle one for next year. No. You get three picks, you get one this draft, one the next one, and one after that. That's it. And then you could have this year's second-round pick, which we'll get back anyway because once we trade away Sam Darnold, we'll get a second-round pick for him. And, so if they don't want that, uh, if, they, if they want number two, if they want number tw- number two, the, the, the second pick in the first round, 23, they want that pick as well in the first round, and they want the first from next year, you're not willing to do that. Well, I mean, it depends on the situation. Like, oh, well, okay, let me not make myself sound silly. but um, Okay, go ahead. I mean, the way I see it is like this. If they have to also, they have to also know that some people feel that Houston has the power, right? Deshaun Watson has the power right now to make this uber nuclear over there and start, you know, going out and 
doing things like James Harden did to get out of Houston. And all, I mean, and don't get me wrong, well, not every franchise, not every franchise is going to be crazy like the Brooklyn Nets that gave up so much for James Harden. But he could make things nuclear over there, where all of a sudden, you know, people are he starts coming out and saying doing things on Instagram or Twitter or whatever. Where then now Houston's like, oh God, we got to get rid of him now because now the, you know the price is going down lower. But to answer yeah, but question, he, I, I don't think you know what. Yeah, but I, I don't think that he'll. I don't think he'll do that. I hear what you're saying, Rich, but I don't. I don't think he's that type of guy because if he wanted to, he would have already have done that. Now it took him quite a while to even come out and talk about you know him wanting to, for him to officially act for a trade. I mean, there was a lot of rumors and a lot of you know uh, sub tweets and all these other things, but it took him a little bit to really come out and say, hey, look, officially I want to trade. I don't think he's a guy that wants to do that because he understands his brand. He understands, you know, that that would also hurt him a little bit as well. But I can see your point where, you know, things could get nuclear. But I think that there, you look at the situation, he's dug his foot into the ground. But so I hear what you're saying. You don't want to, you don't want to add Q to the mix. And so you want, you probably, you know, you look at this situation with the Texans. I don't know if you'd get him for that package. I think that they want some stuff. I really, really do. And according to a lot of reports as well, they'd love to target Quinn and Williams you know, in that trade, you know, to net them and help them move forward because they're going to be losing a lot uh, of people as well. But let's say that you do, you know, you get yourself, you're in the, in the, in the, uh, the mix for Watson, right? What are you doing with Sam Darnold? Where are you, what, do you, what kind of capital do you think you can get back for him? And where are you going to send him? What is the trade destination for you with Sam Darnold? Okay, well, real quick, uh, Quinn and Williams getting traded isn't that unbelievable? Because just remember something: Joe Douglas didn't pick Quinn Williams. Mike McCagnan did. So this really, well, if, if this helps him in, in in his pursuit for Deshaun Watson, then so be it. But to answer your question about Sam Darnold, I see Sam Darnold going. I don't see him going to Indianapolis because I think Indianapolis is just one veteran quarterback away from doing some damage, and they know that that's, that's what they need, because that's what they even said. They need a vet. They don't need a young guy over there. And from tech messages that I've read online, apparently that, that veteran is the guy who retired a year ago. So, no to that one. I could definitely see Sam Darnold going to the 49ers and getting revived over there um, under their head coach. And doing his thing over there. Um, I could see Sam Darnold going to Denver because John Elway just hasn't gotten any – he has not gotten the, the, you know, the quarterback situation correct. He basically had Peyton Manning fall into his lap because if it wouldn't have been for a neck injury and the Colts being terrible and, and that they were going to get uh, Andrew Luck in the, in, in the next year's draft, Peyton Manning would have stood a Bronco and, you know, uh, John Elway would still be there with uh, Tim Tebow or whoever at the time. So the top two places that I could see Darnold going is 49ers or to the Denver Broncos. Okay, okay. And what exactly do you think we'd be able to get back for him? Because I know a lot of – there's some people that think we can get a first-round pick for him, a late first-round pick – are you of the, you know, are you of that ilk? Do you think that we'd be able to get a late first round pick for Sam Darnold? 
Well, I mean, if Adam Gates suddenly gets a GM job somewhere, maybe, um, <laughs> that we could get that first-round pick. But <laughs> all jokes aside, it depends on how desperate the general manager is for said team. Like, I don't think the 49ers would give up would give the 49ers would give you a second round pick and they'll say, you know, we'll send you our second round pick or whatever. I think honestly, the other team that I picked the Broncos would give up the first because they're just so desperate because they think they have everything else, you know, answered on the offensive side for the exception of the quarterback. So, you know, the feeling that they have, or uh, this is me assuming that, you know, We'll bring this kid in. He's never had this situation. We're a much better team offensively than the Jets, and he'll come here and he'll kill it, and, you know, we'll give him the chance the Jets never gave him. And But at the same time, they are desperate for a quarterback, so I would see that a team like the Broncos would give up the late first-round pick. Mm. Okay. Okay. So you think that the Broncos could be a destination? I, you know, I can definitely see that. All right. Well, listen, Rich, I got to get back to these lines, my man. I want to thank you for calling in, all right? You have a good night. Thank you for having me on. Uh, I recently I, I hadn't called in in a while because I was watching all games coached by our former head coach, and I <laughs> suddenly slipped into a coma. But I'm back out now, so I'm happy to be back on the show. Joe, well, you take good. care. It's good. It's good to see you out of that coma, Rich. Thank you so much. You have a good night. Take care. Ooh, listen, Rich, call it in, man. Rich, call it in. Salute to him. It's always good to speak to him. Listen, you watching Adam Gaze coach football games, that, that's just a, a complete car wreck. I mean, I mean, that was just terrible. Having him here for the year, it was horrific. Completely horrific. It was terrible. It was a car crash every game. I mean, that guy had no clue what he was doing, but we have moved on. We've moved forward. We got Robert Sulla in the building, and it's all gas, no brakes, people. All gas, no brakes, okay? That's what we do over here. That's what we do over here. All gas, no That's also another thing I think is going to impact free agency for us as well. I think we're a more attractive destination now because of the guy that we have at top. We have a coach that a lot of people highly regard across the league. You know what I'm saying? I'm feeling good going into this offseason, but we're going to keep going to these lines. Salute to everybody. Salute to everybody in chat. Salute to all the savages. Got questions. I'll get to you in one second. Port, wait, salute to you. I'll see you guys as well in there in the chat. All my savages there. We're going to keep getting to these lines, though. I want to get to my guy, Steve, next, man. My guy, Steve. You know what I'm saying? Salute to you, Steve. Good to see you. You know what I'm saying? Calling into the show, my friend. Give me your thoughts on the Matt Stafford trade to the Rams. Do you think that this drives the price up for Deshaun Watson? Well, first off, Joe, I want to say uh, thank you for having me on the show tonight. Um, I don't know if it's really going to be an impact on the trade, but, you know, you know, the thing about – I don't know what, what's really going to be the deal, but, I mean, if, if you want my honest opinion about the Deshaun Watson thing – now, listen, I said this before about Deshaun Watson, and don't get me wrong, I do like Deshaun Watson. I think he's a phenomenal player. I totally get the whole thing of the whole idea of him wanting him to get out of Houston. But I'm going to tell you mm-hmm. something right now. 
I don't think that Joe Douglas is going to make this trade to get Deshaun Watson, and this is the reason why. In case if anyone saw from last year of what Joe Douglas does, he likes to build through a draft, okay? He likes to build through a draft. I mean, listen, if he gets Deshaun Watson in a good deal, you know what's good for him, but I just don't see it happening because the thing is, from what you saw from last year of what he did as, as a general manager in the draft, it's something that a Jets general manager should have been doing a long time ago. I just think mm. that what Joe Douglas is going to do is he's going to build through it through the draft. Now, the next mm. biggest question is, is, you know, what are we going to do at the quarterback position? Here is the thing. I still think Sam Darnold deserves another chance to be at the quarterback, and this is the reason why. You know, the, the first couple of years that Sam's been on this team, He's never had any good receivers. We have a chance to do that in free agency in the draft. He, um, you know, still some positions with the offensive line. We could fix that in free agency in the draft. I mean, in this draft this year, there is just so much talent in this draft this year. Lots of talent in this draft. But I know a lot of Jets fans are saying, you know, it is time to move on from Sam. Listen. You, you just got to see what Joe Douglas does, and I do think that Joe Douglas and Robert Solom are going to give Sam that chance, and especially with the new coaching that we have. I think this is could finally happen, but at the end of the day, you know, Sam Darnold said at the end of the season, it is a business decision, so we'll see. Yeah, listen, Steve, you bringing a fire right now, man. You bringing a fire right now, and I respect you. This is a good take. Listen, I will agree with you. Um, You look at the situation, uh, particularly with Joe Douglas, like you said as well, we've seen that he does have a propensity to truly value draft picks and building through the draft, I think is a big part of his philosophy. Uh, So when you, if you're a guy that wants to stick with Sam Darnold, like you said, building through the draft, I'm going straight to the number two pick with you. You look at this situation. Are you willing to trade down to garner more draft capital? Absolutely. And the okay. thing is, like, here is the thing. I'm looking at this at, at, in the um, in the league this year, and I'm going to tell you which other teams are looking to get a quarterback, I think, maybe in this draft. I'm going to give you an example. Number one, the Carolina Panthers. I just don't think that Teddy Bridgewater is going to be the future for the Carolina Hurricane. I mean, Carolina Panthers. It's just yeah, the, the thing that. is about Teddy Bridgewater is nothing against him, but Teddy Bridgewater hasn't really lived up to his day, even though, yes, he did have that major injury a few years ago. But, I mean, during the season last year, he did struggle at times. So, I could see the Panthers going after a quarterback as if they're interested mm-hmm. in getting to, to the number two pick. Another team, the Atlanta Falcons. Matt Ryan pretty soon has been rumored about that he's going to be traded as well. And if Matt Ryan is going to be traded, guess what? The, the Falcons are, go- are going to be looking at a quarterback. They're another team that I think that could try to move up with us to get to the number two pick. The Pittsburgh Steelers is another example. Roethlisberger is not up to his his status anymore. He's getting up there Mm -hmm. in age as well. And 
he is another guy, another team that I would see that could trade up with the Jets. And another team also, too, the New Orleans Saints. Drew Brees is on Mm. the verge of retiring as well, which I think he officially has, even though it hasn't been announced yet. But Drew Brees is getting up there, and Saints are a team that I could definitely see starting over again. Other fans are also talking about, you know, with the Denver Broncos, you know, with their situation – with their situation at quarterback as well. Not only the Denver Broncos, but you also got to look at the Minnesota Vikings as well. Because, listen, Kirk Cousins is a bad trash quarterback, and I don't know why the Vikings would try to give him another opportunity. The Vikings, I think, are another team. There are so many of those teams that I just said to all the New York Jets fans out there that could need a quarterback. That's why if we stick with Sam. I would personally have no problem of trading down that number two pick. And if we have okay. that number two pick by draft night, hang on, Joe, before you say anything, if we have no, that ahead. number two pick by draft night, nice. And if we, honestly, we should use that pick to build around Sam. Okay. Okay. Listen, and I hear you. You're bringing fire right now. But my question for you is, what is the furthest that you're willing to trade down? Oh, man, what what am I looking to trade down? Um, I mean, it depends on what the team is looking is looking at, but we use their first-round pick as well, maybe even get their mm-hmm. second-round pick as well. Well, I mean, because the thing is, it's just I, I love to get more draft picks. I mean, I know we, we have nine picks as of right now to, the, to this day. I know that could change in a few weeks. Here's the thing, though. The decision, I think, is going to be made of what Joe Douglas and Robert Solom do. And listen, I know Robert Solom has given a lot of compliments about Sam. And I think that Robert Solom, if, if Robert Solom and Mike LaFleur together do choose mm-hmm. to say, you know what, we want to give Sam that opportunity, I would be ecstatic if they gave him that opportunity. Because the thing mm-hmm. was, I mean, there was a couple of days ago when uh, someone said this on the radio about, like, the whole thing with the play calling. I mean, the thing was, Darnold the last two years never really got to show a lot of his arm talent that we saw his rookie season because Adam freaking Gaze always did those stupid screen plays, never gave Sam yeah. a chance to throw the ball down the field. It, it, it was just horrendous play calling. Now, Sam at least admits that when he makes mistakes, he does make mistakes, okay? Uh, listen, I understand the frustration with Jet fans of starting over again at quarterback in the draft. But I got to be honest, like, listen, if we get to Sean Watson, I would be happy with it. It would just depend on how much we would give up. But I would still love it if we gave Sam another chance. You know, Steve, you're bringing it right now. I really like this call, Steve. You're bringing the fire. And I'm agreeing with you quite a bit. You look at this situation here. I think that building through the draft is potent. Um, or is, is something that we should be, and it could be de- definitely potent for us moving forward as far as building this football team. But like you said as well, it's it's who we could possibly, you know, for me, it's who we should who we should be interested in moving down with. Um, I know a lot of people aren't interested in moving down past number ten, but if the deal would be good enough, uh, I could see us, you know, possibly trading that pick to a team that's willing to mortgage quite a bit in the future and continue to help us forward our cause to build this football team. So, listen, Steve, that was a heck of a call from you, man. That was a heck hey, of a listen, call. Hey, listen, Joe, really by the it, way, 
Joe. Yeah. Joe, let me just tell yeah. you, by the way, I'm, I'm representing, mm-hmm. you know, Coach Solemn tonight with All Gas, No Break. I got the T-shirt just mm-hmm. recently last Saturday. And okay. it's just, listen, I don't, listen, at the end of the day, I am going to trust Coach Solemn and and Mike LaFleur and Joe Douglas to see what decision they do. The only thing is, if we have to, if we have to draft another quarterback, though, and if, they, and mm-hmm. if that's what they decide to do, it is going to worry me a little bit. But I, I do have some trust in in, in the front office now. Okay, look, I respect that take, Steve. You brought it, man. You brought you brought the fire tonight. You give your hand, man. You brought the fire. the fire. Listen, Steve, I got to get back to the rest of these calls, man. You have a good night, all right? All right, man. Bye-bye. All right. Listen, Steve calling in, he knows what he's talking about. He absolutely does, man. That guy brought in some fire. He said, look, I want to build through the draft. That's what I want to do. And that's what he thinks that, you know, Joe Douglas should do as well. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm going to get to these uh, to the chat really quickly, go to the Savages. Mr. Magic's in the chat. Salute to you. Mr. Magic says, if we stick with Sam, we'll finish 6-10 and 10 and have to trade up next year to get nothing for Darnold. Woo, Mr. Magic, so you want to move on from Darnold? Okay. I respect your take there. I respect it. BK Trainer says, there's a lot of talent in this year's draft and still draft a QB, even if they keep Sam. Eh, we'll see what happens if they do that. You know what I mean? We'll see. We'll see what happens. I think that there's... There's quite a bit of talent here that can definitely help. And I think that Sam is a hell of a talented QB as well. I think you just have to surround him with some things and put him in the right system. But I know that there's people that can make really solid arguments for us to trade for Deshaun Watson. So we're going to get back to these calls. You know what I'm saying? I got to get back to it. I think this is my guy from North Carolina that I'm about to go to. My guy from North Carolina right here. Salute to you. I want to thank you for calling in, my friend. Um, I want to get your thoughts. Thank you for taking my call. Absolutely. I want to get your thoughts first. We're going to start here before we get to talking yeah. about everything because I already know you're ready to go. You get me fired <laughs> up every time. Every time well, we call we in. Know it. I want you to give me your thoughts on this Stafford deal with the Rams. And do you think that that drives up the cost of Deshaun Watson? Yes. I think we're looking at, in my opinion, at least another one and maybe a pick or two more after that, maybe a third or something in that range. Ooh. Yes. To some some measure, yes. If you get a two for uh, Stafford, you got to look at uh, a caliber quarterback, Deshaun Watson, at least another one. You got to add at least another first-round pick. That's mm. my estimation. I could be wrong, but I think you got to add another one. That's the value okay. Deshaun Watson has. He, he's elite. He's a top five quarterback. He's excellent, and he's he's the total package. He's what we've been looking for for decades. Yes, the price mm-hmm. is going to be steep, and uh, I've been thinking about it the last weeks and weeks, and I've been looking forward to this opportunity for us to talk. I say um, the price is too high. This team is not ready. This mm-hmm. is not the '85, '86 Jets, uh, or '90, or '98, or 2009, 2010 Jets on the Rex Ryan. We first came aboard, we were loaded and ready. Because it's kind of a deal. We're not ready. I understand where Jet fans are coming from, especially longtime Jet fans like myself. I imagine they're kind of hungry for a winner. But I think we're in a prime position. I want to keep Donald. Now that we lost the tank, we lost the topic in the draft, I've pivoted on my thinking since we talked the last several weeks. Keep Donald. 
We controlled him for two years. We got him this year, and I think we have a tag to put on, don't we, for next year or the year after? Yes, yes, we do. We got the so fifth-year option, and then we could tag him after the fifth-year option. So I'm thinking this way, trade down. If we can trade down to eight or nine or trade down to ten, trade down far enough where we can get some multiple picks not only for this year but for next year, probably a one or three or one or two, something in that effect, or probably a two this year at least, and a four mm-hmm. besides the one and maybe the other pick we'll have next year. I'm going to let the ball fall to me. I'm looking at mostly offense as far as the draft. you got Chase. you got Waddle. you got Devontae Smith. you got Kyle Pitts. Those are the guys that are on well, my hold on, hold on. Down. Kyle Pitts, Okay, hold on a second. Hold on yeah. a second. Before and I know we're, we're going to get into that, but before you want to talk about the players, I got a question, though. You're looking at this, you, and it's crazy because I remember you were the guy that was like, get him out of here. <laughs> you definitely wanted to yeah. move forward, but like you said, you've pivoted a little bit, which I, I completely respect. You're, you're looking at this situation, yeah. you're saying, we're not ready. This roster is not where it needs to be. We can't give up yeah. that capital and get Deshaun and think that, you know, we can adequately build around him. I respect that take. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to fight you on that. But when you talk about trading yeah. down, I know you said you're looking at eight. So you're looking at, or you're looking at eight or, or, or nine. So you're looking at Carolina or Denver, right, as, as uh, possible spots. Because, again, Detroit makes that trade. I think that they have all of the, you know, all of the confidence in the world in Jared Goff. That's the guy that I think that they – think they can move forward with, you know, for quite a little bit, just a little bit. Um, But he's got to prove himself there. But my question is, you know, that there's a lot of talk about other quarterbacks moving around as well. Carr's name has been mentioned. Wentz's name has been mentioned. What happens if each of those teams get their quarterback position filled? Where do you go then? How far are you willing to move down? I'll tell you what. I'm willing to cut a deal. I'm looking at Atlanta. They're picking at four. If they're willing to go on, at least give me a first-round pick for next year, a third-round pick for this year, a fifth-round pick for this year, I will cut a deal with them because that's only a couple slots down. I'm not going to ask for anything too insane and crazy. I'd be very happy with that. You know what I'm saying? Then that would give me my two ones. Yeah, Yeah, what if they don't want to do that, though? What if Atlanta looks at the situation and they say, hey, listen – we're a team that that's going to go into a rebuild anyway. We don't have time to mm. give you those picks because we've got to build our damn selves. You know, Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, they're not spring chickens. I respect them. You know, we all love them here yeah. in Atlanta, but they're not spring chickens. They're not going to be here forever. Yeah. Look, we're not going to give you, you know, anything except a third round pick. If you're even interested, or maybe a second round pick at best, if you're even interested in us, you know, trading up for that pick. So if they're not willing to give you, you know, the type of value that you're looking for, the type of value that you say you want, where are you going in? Because the doors are starting to close. Atlanta will be out of what, it. I'll tell you, you what going? I got for that one. Since I'm not going to take mm-hmm. a wide receiver at two, I like the group. They're excellent, but it's a little rich. I'm going to go and take Nesu. That's the fallback strategy. I'm going to stay there at two. Okay. I'm going to take Nesu. He's a monster. If you put him in the wow. tackle – and Beckner, the opposite, I'm confident. I don't care who it is rushing off the edge. We can shut them down. That's the okay. strategy. Then I'm going to let the ball board fall to me at 23. If Travis mm-hmm. Casey in or Najee Harris are there, I know a lot of people don't like taking a running back. I'll make the exception if it's a featured back. I'm talking Walter Payton, Barry Sanders, those backs that you think are really exceptional that can impact your offense, take them. Because you let at 23, you let Najee. 
Dante Harris slide past you at 23, I don't think you're going to get either one at 30 at, at the second round. Oh, you're not you're talking one. about taking a running back at 23, sir? Yes, I'm taking him. Wow. Because that's a featured back, especially Travis ATN. He can take it to the house. I've studied him. He can take it to the house on any snap. He's that good. He's that exceptional. He's going to protect your quarterback. He's the one when the heat start coming, he's going to be able to check it down. And Travis ATN is such a quick, elusive back. He can still pick up some positive yards even on negative plays. He's that good. When you got that feature you back, to, you better make that mm-hmm. exception. Some people, you know, what some do you people say like to running back by committee. To me, running back by committee yeah. means nothing special. They're just serviceable back. Like the backs we have, they're not featured backs. They're not Curtis Martin. You know what I'm saying? They're not ATN. They're not none, none of that caliber running back. They're just serviceable, solid backs. You know what I'm saying? They're rotation type of back. But if you got that featured back, you better take them, even in the first round. I say further down the board, it's not too rich. Not at 23. Wow. Not that caliber running back. Not yeah, that look, back. I, look, I, I, I hear I, – I hear that, and I hear that take, but I'm a guy. I do not want to see us take a running back at 23 because running back is one of the most devalued positions in all of football, and you can get a running back that could make a difference in the third round. You could get a running back that mm-hmm. makes a difference, you know, late in the second. I mean, we talk about this all the time. Uh, you know, you look at Alvin Kamara. He was a third-round pick. You look at guys like, uh, you know, Kareem Hunt, who was doing big things in the league. That guy, you know, wasn't a first-round pick. There's a lot of running backs in this league that were not first-round picks and come out and make plays. But and, and one of the things that you brought up earlier as well, what I, I uh, agreed with you on your take was, this is a team that is not ready. We don't have enough. So if you look at the situation and you're saying to yourself, the Jets have major O-line issues. The Jets have issues, you know, a wide receiver. The Jets have issues yeah. even along the defensive right. side of the football. We haven't had a pass rusher in 10 years. 10 now, on the issue of pass rush, you got to look at that situation and be like, can you really look at the running back position and say that a, you would value it? Even though, again, I think Najee is phenomenal. And I'm pretty sure yeah. there's going to be a guy calling in yeah. the Najee Harris fan base tonight, and I'm definitely going to talk to him. But you look at yeah. that situation, Najee is phenomenal. But, shoot, you got to go after uh, you know more of an impact position. you got to attack things that we have been struggling with for years with the capital that we have. That's why that's the reason I would not take a running back. Now the defensive side of the ball, with what cap we have, I mean, yeah, there are a lot of different ways you can play it. Probably it'll probably depend how the board falls. Maybe a good edge rusher. Yeah. I'm not hearing too much about the edge rushers in this class. You know, like past years mm-hmm. you usually hear about some guys that are really good and those guys usually go in the top ten. But it seemed like this year, what have you heard about the edge rusher? I haven't heard too much about them. At all. Yeah, I, I heard mean, a little bit about the corners, but the edge rush, yeah. not much at all. I know they got the uh, Gregory Rousseau, but Gregory Rousseau is a raw product. And I'm a little yeah. shaky on, on bringing a raw product in here. If I had a choice between Gregory Rousseau and an elite starting feature caliber back, people think I'm crazy, but mm-hmm. I got to take the guy. I know it's a safe pick. He's going to hit the ground running as long as he don't get hurt. Like ATN and Najee Harrison, they don't get hurt. I can bank on them giving me my yards and producing and helping Donald. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Gregor Russo yeah. is yeah. kind of a, a boom or bust prospect. You just don't know yeah. what way this guy's going to go. He could be he could be Quentin Copas. I heard him compared to Quentin Copas, you know, a long frame and stuff. Or he could be mm-hmm. elite. He could be a stud, you know. You just never know. Mm-hmm. It's, it's kind of kind of risky 
You know, if you talk yeah. about a first round pick, if you're going to invest in a first round pick, you better make sure they're good. You got to be able to study. That's why I like the Kyle Pitts because he's so freaky. He'll six foot six frame a, a tight end and a wide receiver body. I say, yeah, this is my guy. You know, that's that's yeah, guy yeah. I, I know. Yeah, there's a lot of people that are extremely excited about him and his, you know, his ability. But I, I got to get back to these callers. But my final question, yeah. I'm going to give you this last question oh, yeah. before I let you go. Again, we're really evaluating this quarterback position on this show to try to figure out, yeah. you know, where everyone wants to go because there's so many options. But you look at the situation, we also need a backup guy. What are your thoughts about the Jets' backup you know, quarterback situation going forward? Are you confident in Morgan? Do you want to bring Flacco back maybe for another year? What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, you're right. Um, I think we have no other options but go with Flacco. You know, Josh McCown is gone, and, and mm-hmm. we don't have a um, – what's the name of the other cat used to back up for? You know what I'm talking about. He was pretty good. Yeah. And then we don't have a, a Rodney Pete, you know, Rodney Pete back in the day. We don't have any oh, that caliber. We don't have to ride, ride with what we have and hope, and, you know, because James Moore, yeah. we don't know what he is. I haven't heard any yeah. word. It's kind of like a Hackenberg, Hackenberg situation. Kind of makes me nervous. I ain't heard anything from him. You know, he yeah. hasn't been brought in the game to take a snap and hand the ball off for anything. So we don't know what he yeah. is. You know? Yeah. Yeah, so there's, there's there's quite a bit of options, man. I mean, you know, again, everyone – and we're going to continue to talk about it. I got quite a bit of callers tonight. When we get to everybody, gonna we're going to continue to talk about this quarterback situation. But we also got to think about the backup quarterback situation yeah. too. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Unless you get the word. Uh, in closing, I guess uh, I just want to say I'm so glad you always took my call. I always enjoy talking to you. And I look forward to talking to you again. And I'm just so glad we got Gates out of town. We got us a, a guy that everybody thinks highly of. We got a GM. A lot yeah. of people think highly of. So I feel better yeah. about our 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 you know situation going forward, no matter what we do, than I've felt in a long time since Rex Ryan yes. left us. So, so I thank you for taking my call, and uh, you have a good night, buddy. We'll talk again. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you so much, man. And I want to thank you for calling in. You have a good night. And you too, buddy. You take care now. All right. Listen, this guy from North Carolina, he knows the stuff. We're going to keep going to these lines again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639. Call in. The lines are open. I'm going to explain this again. Okay. When you call in, you will be put into a queue. You should hear my show when you call in. That means you're on the line. I can see you, okay? I will get to everybody. You're putting a queue. It's like you're in a line waiting at the grocery store. If you call in and hang up, call in and hang up, call in and hang up, guess what's going to happen to you? You're going to go to the back of the queue. That's what's going to happen to you, okay? You're putting yourself at the back of the queue. There's no need to do that. I know some people use different types of stuff. It's not the way it works here. You call in, you wait on the queue, and then as everybody else gets off, you get pushed up, and then eventually you come on the show. I want to hear your takes. That's how it works here, okay? So don't keep calling and hanging up, calling and hanging up. I'm going to call in, I'm going to hang up, I'm calling and hang up. Then you'll never get on the show then, okay? I want to explain that because there's people, you know, there's a, a certain person that, you know, was confused. So I'm just straightening everything out. So 515-602-9639. Again, 515-602-9639. Call in. We're taking calls. I want to hear from everybody. Oh, and do not call in if you're a new caller, maybe somebody that, you know, is just finding my channel. Don't curse when you call in. I'm telling you, curse on my show, I will get you out of here. I'll get you out of here. <laughs> I'll get you out of here faster we got Adam Gaze out of here.
It was time. Got that bum. Got him all out He's done. He's done. We got him out of here. I'll get you out of here fast. All right? So, we're going to get back to these lines, all right? We're going to get back to these lines. I believe this is my guy, Mike. I think it's my guy, Mike, I'm coming to, 845. Mike, salute to you. I want to thank you for calling into the show. I'm going to start off with this, man. What are your thoughts on the deal that the Rams are able to make for Stafford? And do you believe that that drives up the price of Deshaun Watson? Uh, yeah, I think it's I, I, I think it's interesting, to say the least. Uh, I don't know how much it's going to – I would think that it would drive up uh, Deshaun Watson. To what degree, I'm not sure, because they also took uh, Jared Goff uh, and, and, and yeah. all the cash associated with that. So they helped him out with that. But if I could pivot to – Pivot to the Jets. Uh, I think it's going to come down to the new coach and uh, and uh, Douglas on how they feel about Sam or not, and if they want to get mm-hmm. you know, they'll collectively make that decision. And then from there, they'll they'll either uh, keep Sam and build the offensive line, as you know, the game is won and lost on the offensive and defensive lines, or they'll transition yes. into into a quarterback. Once they settle the quarterback. I think you uh, uh, you, you got to go offense, predominantly offensive line. Offensive, offensive line is going to make everybody else better, the quarterback, running back, wide receivers, et cetera. And then after that, you got to look defense. Uh, I would I would look to maybe corner first to shore that up a little bit more uh, and then the defensive mm-hmm. line. But I guess my point is you got to get before, you know, to me, wide receiver is like a glamorous spot. You can get somebody in uh, in free agency, uh, but you got to get, you know, you got to, uh, you know, build the foundation of the house first before you start picking out and putting on windows. You know what I'm saying? That's that's where I'm going. Yeah, no, listen, I hear you. And, again, Mike, you're already bringing the fire right now. you got quite a bit of takes. And so my first question for you, because you're talking about how to better this offense, and, again, we're doing the evaluation for the quarterback position on tonight's show because there's quite a bit to talk about there. Or you look at this situation, are you a guy that wants to stick with Darnold, or are you looking to – you know, make a move for Deshaun Watson. Uh, I, I no, I, I think I, I think you stay away from Deshaun Watson. I'm sure he's a pretty good guy. I just don't like guys that a little bit that you know for whatever reason he's he's chirping a little bit and on social media, mm-hmm. you know, liking the Jets or the comments about the trade. I, I, which and I'm not condemning him. He still may be a great guy. I don't know, but mm-hmm. the 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 more the, the moral of the story is here. We're not ready for him because there's not enough of a base of a team around him for him to succeed. So you're going to be giving up okay. a lot, put the team behind it, it building up. I just think you gotta you got to either collectively make a decision, go with Sam or trade him. If you trade him, number three, you, you get the guy from BYU or, or whatever else they both collectively uh, settle on. I think you need to, go, need to go in that direction. I think you either make decisive Sam, not Sam, have your pick at three. And if you get Sam, maybe get that mammoth tackle on the other side. And you shore up the basic building block positions before you go for a running back, wide receiver, and, and some of these other stuff. And and also, I think Mark May. I think you're gonna you're gonna need to resign. He's a good character guy. Uh, he played well, good character guy. He doesn't run his mouth off very much. And he did, you know, have a comment. Uh, uh, but I don't think he runs his mouth off. But he did have a comment about you know the defensive plan uh, in one of the last games. It may have been the last game of Greg Craig Williamson. Uh, was here. I'm not sure, but he seems to be like you know a guy you want to build around. Those are the guys you want to yeah. keep if you could keep them for the right price, uh, you know. But again, you got to you got to lay the lay the groundwork 
You got to do the, you know, do the, do the grunt work first before you go for the glamour positions. Quarterback, yeah, uh, offensive, yeah. defensive lines, you know, shore up the mm-hmm. defense, you know, and you know, and obviously, if you could get an edge rusher, you know, you go for that. But uh, you know, we're not really there yet. We could cher- cherry pick and say, Deshaun Watson comes here, we're going to the Super Bowl. I don't really think that that's the case, you know. Yeah, that's no, look, I, I, I was... I'm sure he's a good guy and he's talented and all of that, <laughs> but there's a lot more that goes into it than just to just one guy, you know. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I hear you there. You know, you got a quite a bit, quite a you know solid take there. I know you're, you're a guy that just wants to stick with Sam, build around him, and do things like that. But there's also some issues as well. You look at the cap situation. The the salary cap is lowering this year. In your mind, what kind of obstacles do you think that the salary cap lowering kind of creates? And do you think we'll be able to still be able to maneuver and make moves and clean up that way if we have to, you know, go out into free agency and snag a couple guys? Well, I think that uh, I think that you just got to you got to be smart about it. I think there's plenty of room, but you know maybe it's time to 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 see if we can shop CJ Mosley at that 18 million that's there. Maybe you do some decisions like that, and and he's a solid player and a good character guy and all of that. But there's sometimes there's tough decisions that need to be made. And then you know we're still at the spot. We're not gonna we're not right. We're not going for the Super Bowl next year. I mean, let's not kid ourselves, right? So you gotta you you got plenty of room on the cap. You just gotta be smart about what about what you spend. And either way, I'm okay mm-hmm. if you don't if they wanna if they collectively wanna move away from Sam and get another quarterback, I, uh, you know, I'm fine with that. I think that I think within you know, we gotta put the trust in the new coach as well as Douglas to collectively make that decision. I feel better about these two guys than bringing in uh, you know, uh the gentleman before me mentioned I believe mentioned Christian Hackenberg. I don't think these guys are capable yeah. of making it this something like that, but you know. But of course, yeah, you know, that, that, see many, many things that are that that have shocked us. But I don't know. I yeah, that, I remember that night. Yeah, I remember that night. That was a that was a bad night. <laughs> yeah, that was a bad yeah. night. We drafted Christian Hackenberg. I was beside myself. But Mike, this is a heck of a call, man. You you know you really bringing the fire. A lot of logic. A lot of. You know, great takes here. I, I really like this, man. I really like this, like this a lot. Now, my final question for you is going to be, we talked about the start of quarterback position. No, you want to stick with Sam. You're looking to draft around him. But we also have some issues on that, that backup role, too. You look at Morgan. He's a guy that we didn't see much from at all. And then you look at, you know, Joe Flacco. A lot of people are kind of saying, hey, we should bring him back. Are you of that mindset as well? Do you want to see us, you know, bring Joe Flacco back? Yeah, well, uh, you know, if this was last year, I would say no because the way the season started out, I wanted to get Trevor Lawrence and lose every game. Mm-hmm. But um, I would think that, listen, here's a guy, Flacco's a guy that's won the Super Bowl. He was a backup last year. I would stick with yeah. Flacco and, you know, Joe Morgan. I got to think maybe there's something to him a little bit there, but I don't think, as far as I can tell, I don't think he's ready for the, you know, for the backup role. We should be more competitive next year uh, and hopefully make it a push for the playoffs. So, my druthers would be you'd stick with Flacco and, and maybe see what this guy Joe Morgan's got in terms of maybe grooming him to, to, to be a backup. I don't see him, you know, fitting in. Uh, again, I'm not, I'm not a, you know, I'm not a GM, but I don't see him fitting in to be a long-term starter. And he, I don't yeah. see him being a starter next year. I, yeah, I really, I really don't. Mm. And Flacco, you know, yeah. really didn't seem to cause a problem last year. I thought he, he uh, I thought he played okay or, you know, and when all else fails, you bring in Pat Ryan. Yeah, 
Yeah. <laughs> you don't remember him from we'll last see, year with yeah, Ken we'll, O'Brien? We'll see what going year. forward. From about you 30 years, we'll 40 years ago with Ken O'Brien? <laughs> listen, Mike, I want to thank you for calling in, my man. You have a good night, all right? All right, listen, stay well. I thoroughly enjoy your show, and I'm, 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 I'm glad you're doing it. All right, thank you so much. I want to thank you for your support, man. I, I, again, thank you for watching. Thank you for, you know, everything that you do to enjoy my content, man. Thank you so much. You have a good night. Stay stay well. You and the family. Absolutely. Same to you. Listen, I'm calling in. Salute to him, man. Salute to him. That was a, that was quite, you know, quite a call, man. I mean, he had takes. I'm going to give him his gift. I'm going to give him his gift. I respect it. I respect it. Everybody's playing it safe tonight. Why is everybody playing it so safe tonight? You know what I'm saying? The takes are fire, but why is everybody playing it so safe? You know, where's the craziness? Where's the craziness I was hearing about? You know, we're going to keep going to these lines, though. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639. We got callers going to keep cycling through. Again, if you call... When you call in, you're going to hear my show. So just stay on the line because you're in a queue. If you call in and hang up, call in and hang up, you're putting yourself at the back of the queue and you'll never get on the show. All right? You keep calling in and hanging up, calling in and hanging up. That's, that's on you. You know? I love everybody. I love all Jets fans. Let me also make that clear as well. No matter who you are, all right, you're going to get on. And if I don't know you by name, if I don't remember your number by name, you know what I'm saying? If I don't remember you by name, then guess what? I'm going to say your area code. Please know your area code. <laughs> I'm not trying to disrespect anybody. I'm not, but there's just there's a person that said some things and it took me there. <laughs> All right. I want to respect everybody. So I'm gonna go to Chris next. Chris, I know you're on the line. I'm coming to you. Chris, I want you to give me your thoughts about this Matthew Stafford deal. And I want you to tell me, do you think that that drives up the price for Deshaun Watson at this point? First, I want to go ahead and get everyone on this chat to stand up and say, J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 let's go! The energy is there. Let's go, Chris. Let's go. As far as Matthew Stafford, I think it does play an effect because people are realizing that a talented quarterback needs to be brought up to a talented price. You can also say a lot of things that Matthew Stafford just didn't have a, the right kind of uh, playmakers around him, but yet he still stayed on top. So, of course, someone that's new and up and coming would drive the price for uh, Deshaun Watson and stuff. And that's why people are now talking about Sam Darnold. They're like, wait a minute. This kid can almost be seen as a Matthew Stafford where this kid was not given the right opportunity. This kid was not given the chance. And now people are talking about a first-round pick for Sam Donald. So come on. When that happens, mm. why wouldn't you want to hold on to this guy? Why wouldn't you want to mm. see the potential that this kid could become? Like, let's look at it this way. Yes, Sam Donald did digress, but we all know who the reason was for that. And hallelujah, he gone. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, yes. my friend. So, oh, nothing but fire. That man is gone. Adam Gaze is out of here. He cannot hurt us anymore. He's finished here. Exactly. His time is so the over. Thing is, and like you said, so Chris, the thing is, and you're bringing the fire right now. 
Sam Darnold with Robert Sella, they've also brought in, you know, a guy that definitely knows that Shanahan scheme, you know, Mike LaFleur. That scheme is fit for Sam. His skill set, the things that he could do, he could really flourish in that scheme. And so, like, like Chris said, I, I'm big on giving this guy a chance, but surrounding him with weapons as well. And that's something that exactly. we can do. And, Chris, that, that brings me to my thought process like this. You're saying you want to stick with Sam? I'm with it. Now, you're looking at this situation with the salary cap right now. It's lowering, man. Can you talk to me about the effects of the cap lowering and kind of the, the fallout that it could create? What do you think we'll be able to do in free agency in this situation? So I think, what's, I think what Joe Douglas is going to probably do a repeat of what he did last year. He's going to start have a lot of players that we have and a lot of players that are going to be very, very much available next year because we all know that the very strong teams right now are massively over mm-hmm. the cap. So a lot of these players mm-hmm. are going to either play for high contracts or players that were flashing here and there. Joe Douglas is going to say, okay, here's a prove-it-year contract where we may have, we may be able to bring you back next year, but this contract is going to give you a little bit of money out of our cap space that we have the second most out of the entire league, and it gives you the opportunity to not show us, but show the entire league that you still got it. And so we can put in that little taste and a little flavor so people can see, hey, this is what our organization is like. This is the kind of team we're building here. Do you want to still see, be a part of it, or do you want to show the world what you can do? And that's what I really liked about Joe Douglas. You know, I really hope mm-hmm. that um, what he did last year with the type of players he brought in and the type of players of the contract they had, he's going to do the same thing with free agents that are coming out of other teams but I really do hope that the players that did prove it this year from that type of contract that we brought back, like Brian Poole, you know, I hope people like Brian Poole stick around. Uh, I I don't know that it was Miller's or another defensive lineman that we also had on a one-year contract that had a prove it year deal. But, you know, there was one of them Mm -hmm. that really caught our eyes. And I really want uh, that to be like an example of Joe Douglas saying, Hey, I saw you proved it this year because I gave you the opportunity and chance. Now I'm willing to bring you back with a little bit more with more time and a little bit more money. And that's a great example for other free agents to say, hey, this Joe, this uh, this GM isn't just all talk. He did show players that showed their worth, showed that they were willing to fight for that contract, and he rewarded them with that. Like unlike that garbage that Adam uh, Jamal Adams is still spewing out there. Like I don't know why he keeps talking. Yeah. You out of here, man! Stop talking. You didn't even make it, all right? You were the worst defense. You were here at the top defense. Now you garbage, okay? People about to impeach you again. You're about to be the second president to be impeached twice. Let's go. Listen, Chris, I got to get back to these lines, man. You brought the fire tonight. That was a heck of a call from you, my friend. Thank you for calling in. You have a good night, my man. Let's go, Listen, Chris came with the fire tonight. He came with the fire, okay? I'm going to keep going to these lines. I got to get to the savages really quickly. Salute to everybody in the chat, all the savages. I got nothing but love for y'all. I want to thank everyone that hit the super chat tonight. Feel free to hit the super chat if you want to. I appreciate all the tips. <laughs> Absolutely great. Thank you. Also want to thank uh, everyone at the Cash App as well. Salute to DSB. Thank you. <laughs> Mr. Magix. Mr. Magix is in the chat says, I love Joe, but he attracts all the USC homers. 
<laughs> I can track all the USC homers. Oh, Mr. Magic is <laughs> There's no homers here, Mr. Magic. There's no homers. I, I love that guy. I got nothing but love for Mr. Magic. Fight on, fight on. It's all, you know, it is what it is. You know, Trojans over here. You know how it goes. <laughs> you know, so salute to everybody in the chat again. Um, oh, man, everybody's going off in there. But I got to get back to these lines. 845, 845, I'm coming directly to you. You know what I'm saying? Definitely want to talk to you about everything that's going on here with the New York Jets right now in this quarterback situation. Again, I want to thank you for calling in tonight. First question from you is, Give me your thoughts on the situation with Deshaun Watson. Are you a, a guy that wants to trade for him? And if so, what are you willing to give up? Are you willing to give up three first-round picks plus to get this guy in the building? What's up, Joe? What's up? You already know. You already know, man. Uh, we talked a little bit a couple weeks ago about this. Um, I'm definitely on the side of going all in on getting Deshaun Watson. And, and, and I have no mm. – you know, uh, shame for it. You know, there's no hate on the people who who like Sam and who like, you know, Zach Wilson or whatever. But I feel like this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. I do believe that if he's got to take go for three round first-round picks, we have to do it. Um, we might need to put some second-rounders in there. Or And I think mm-hmm. I told you that my box, I would go with four first-rounders to get them. And um, mm. no, 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 no cue. We're not getting rid of Q. We're not no no Beckton, but anybody else on the table, I'm willing to go ahead and uh, trade for Deshaun Watson. And he, and the reason why is because um, I believe I've seen enough from Sam, where I believe that he'll be a great quarterback in this league, but I don't believe he's a Super Bowl quarterback. One thing I've seen from Deshaun is that I think that he's has the talent to definitely. I feel like he's definitely going to be in a Super Bowl within his career. You know, I feel like there's just a matter of time before he puts it all together, obviously with the right team. And I think that if he comes to the Jets, this could be that team, you know, not, not, not that we're going to be in next year, not that we're going to be in there the year after I, that, but if you, if, go yeah. ahead. Yeah, no, no. And, and again, I want to thank you for calling in. I hear you. You talking that talk right now. I know a lot of people that, that share uh, your same mindset that are willing to give it all for Deshaun Watson. And we're going to talk about that a little bit, but something that you talked, something that you just said a second ago, kind of, you know, made me question. I I said to myself, you said, you think that Sam's going to be a good quarterback in this league, but you don't think you're going to be a Super Bowl quarterback. My question is, if he's a good quarterback, good quarterbacks make it to the Super Bowl and win Super Bowls. We've seen bad quarterbacks go to, you know, Super Bowls and win Super Bowls. So if Sam's a good quarterback in your mind, then why can't we adequately build around Sam and go to wherever it is that you want to go? Make those playoff pushes. You know, possibly, you know, eventually get to that Super Bowl. Because I'm again, like you said as well, I'm definitely not putting the Jets in the Super Bowl next year. We got some building to do around here, all right? I'm not, you know, delusional. <laughs> but uh, yeah. eventually, I think if you build around this kid, that he could make us contenders. You know, we could become contenders eventually with him. And with you, Shannon, he's a good quarterback. I mean, why not just build around him then? Because Deshaun's better. He's way better, and that's the only reason why. Because it's not that we can't build around Sam. Like, honestly, we might end up talking, you know, uh, in the, you know, first, uh, you know, first game of the season and Sam's on a roster and I'll be perfectly fine mm-hmm. with that. That's what Joe Douglas and Robert Salo want to do. And I do believe that Sam has, you know, skill and I don't, you know, I, and I'm not kind of trying to like, like, you know, put Shane on the dude. Cause I think he can ball out given the right system, given the right opportunities. However, 
he's not Deshaun Watson, and and that's the only reason, you know. So it's because Deshaun Watson, I believe, is going to be an elite quarterback where one day we're going to compare him to, you know, the top three or top four. You know, I think he's already top five. So I feel like he's going to be one of the people that, whereas Sam can can might be a top fifteen quarterback one day, that might be his ceiling. You know, whereas Deshaun, he's going to be elite, and I, and I, I think that's more of a reason why we would uh, give it give it all to, to get to Sean and then build with, around him because he's only 25. You know, like, he has – we can build around for the next 10 years, you know, 12 years, 15 yeah, years. Yeah, but, but my, question, my, my question is this, and, again, I don't mean to cut you off, but my question is this. If you're talking about building around Deshaun Watson and you're willing to give up four first-round picks, you said two seconds, you said, a, you know, some thirds and maybe a fourth is right. You look at this football team, there's nothing really here. Uh, the best player on our offense is probably Makai Becton. Um, our wide receiver position is as questionable as you could get. We really don't have any weapons. Uh, we have issues yeah. with protection as well up front. How exactly are uh-huh. you building around Deshaun Watson with basically you just gave up two drafts, which is pretty accurate. I, I think that's, I that's close to what we're going to have to give up as well. But if you're giving up close to two drafts, how are we supposed to build around him then? And that's the, the misconception. People think that giving away picks is like you giving away – the entire draft, you know, and that's not really real. I, what I said is four first rounders. If, and if, and if it's three, I'll say you would package out some twos in there or, you know, a third or something like that. If it's three first rounders, you know, so if you're giving me four first rounders, that that's where I would cap it at. I'm not giving you anything beyond that. Let's just get just Sean straight up, you know, and we, we might get like back a six rounder with that, you know, and, and, and I do believe that the ceiling of that all depends on the market for Deshaun. So obviously if there's a team wants to just give away, you know, tons of picks, then obviously we're out of the market for Deshaun, but I would, absolutely give away four picks and then how I will build around the team is through honestly free agency. We have a lot of cap room and you brought it up before on the, on the pod that, you know, the mm-hmm. cap salary cap is going down. I think that kind of benefits us because we have way more cap than a lot of other teams who honestly have to make a lot of cuts because they're going to be over the cap. So we have an opportunity to, 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 you know, get some really good talent that's on the market. And then not to mention, mm-hmm. I believe in Joe and the scouting staff, with all the extra picks, we have five picks within the first hundred picks this year. If with all the extra picks, if we can nail on maybe one or two guys a year that are studs, we're going to be all right. And Deshaun's going to be around for the next ten years. So, uh, so we're going to be yeah. Able but to my question, my, my thing is this: is that I think when you think about free agency, and you just talked about it, and this is this is going to be my final question for you. But you look at the situation in free agency. Yeah, there's going to be guys that are going to be out there, but it's free agency. The market of you know, uh, free agency is you overpay. That's literally how free agency works. And if you look at what we've done in the past in free agency that's bit us in the butt is we've gone out and we paid for free agents, and it's hurt us quite a bit. Uh, you know, there was a couple of callers ago that was talking about C.J. Mosley. I remember we signed him. He's the highest-paid inside linebacker in the league. We brought him in. That was free agency. Jermaine Johnson was a free agent. Yeah. Terrell Pryor was a free agent. Spencer Long was a free agent. You can continue to go on with these contracts. If you do not have draft capital to build behind a guy, and you, like you said, even if you give up three first-round picks, let's say you don't. They, they want three first-round picks, two seconds, two-thirds, something like that. You're still giving away basically two drafts down here. Two drafts. And if you don't have any talent. And, and you and don't have talent, that. and you also have guys on one-year deals. How are you filling those holes? There's no young talent. You, you can't go through. We only got $60 million in free agency. If you go after a big-name free agent, let's say we, we're trying to get Allen Robinson, that's $20 million right there. We only got $60 million. 
How are you shoring up the holes along your offensive line? What are you doing at cornerback? How are you attacking the pass rusher you know, situation? I mean, what are you doing there? Also, hell, we got guys that we want to bring back. Guys like Marcus May. How are you resigning well, what him? I, what I said was if it's Go three first-rounders, you'll package a second with that. If it's four first-rounders, that'll be it, and we're probably going to stick to also with, with Deshaun. So we still have another second. We still have a second, another second. We still have another third this year even. And then next year we have a couple of uh, – I think we have another third next year as well. So we not like we're giving away two full drafts. We have seven rounds, guys. Like the draft is not just the first round. We have, and, we, and we have a pretty good scouting staff from, from last year. And I understand with the whole C.J. Mosley thing, you're worried about free agency and overpaying. But what I would say to that and rebuttal to that is that what I see is that people do want to play for Robert Sala. So that's something that Allen Robinson is willing to say, hey, if I, he, he's willing to come to the Jets, you know, over another team, he, maybe they're going to be willing to pay him more. But he's like, you know, I want to play for Robert. You know, so that might play into the factor that people want to play for the Jets, and it's a different regime. So the people who pay for C.J. Mosley, I don't really think this regime is going to overpay for, for um, free agents, uh, you know, with this regime. And I, and I hope they don't. But I want people to understand there's multiple ways to build a team other than the draft, and there's and we might even get a you know a player back if we trade for Deshaun. I'm not sure who, but there's ways that you can negotiate to get that to get Deshaun and not completely handicap your team. And I, I think that people realize they'll realize that it's possible that we cannot handicap the team and still get Deshaun because we have so many extra picks. And that's what I'm trying to say is because it's possible. Mm-hmm. And maybe we won't do it, and I'm fine with that completely. But it's not like mm-hmm. we get Deshaun or we, we completely, you know, we can't get any, any, any fill any holes. It's not, that's not how it's going to work. It's just not. Well, uh, you know, and, and again, listen, I want to thank you for calling in, and I hear you, but I just – it's tough, man, especially when you're talking about giving away the type of capital that we have to give away. If you look at this situation, three first-round picks, you know, you package a one second. I don't think that's enough to get them. I think the the original offer that you have made is probably going to be close to what you're going to have to be. Yeah, because he is, I mean, like you said, he's a generational talent. But, you know, we'll see how they handle the situation going forward. I just think that the draft is the best way for us to go. But I got to keep getting to these lines, my man. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, all right? Because, you you know, you got a different perspective and a lot of taste. All right, you have a good night, my man. Listen, my guy calling in with the fire. He called in. I respect that. I'm not here to... You know, I understand people want to trade for Deshaun Watson, but I'm going to challenge your point. And, you know, we definitely had some discourse and went back and forth. So I'm going to get to – I'm going to keep going to these lines again, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639. Call in. I want to hear your takes. Do not call in and hang up. Call in and hang up. I'm telling you. You'll be at the back of the queue. All right? I said this all night. Okay? People confused about how my show works. Call in. You're in a queue. Okay? You're in a queue. I will hear from you. That's how it works. All right? And do not curse. You call into my show cursing, I'll get you out of here. Fast. All right? Faster than we fired Adam Gaze. That guy's a car wreck. Faster. I'll get you out of here faster than we got rid of him. All gas, no brakes. It's all about Robert Solo right now. So we're going to keep going to these lines. I think this is my guy, Mike from Bayshore. Is this my guy, Mike from Bayshore? Salute to you, Mike. Is this is this my guy, Mike? Man. Yeah, man. Ride or die, the live is dead, the stop is in the labyrinth one. My man, Big Joe, how you doing? Oh, oh, my God. Me, if 
fire. Mike, come on with the immediate interview. Man, Listen, Mike, you are. Man, I'm sorry. We're I doing did, QB I'm evaluation sorry. tonight. I did shoulders. I did shoulders on Friday. Okay, let let everybody mm. know I did shoulders on Friday, and that's mm. why I can't hear. I can't hear nobody. Cause you know why? Why are we gonna try to? Why are we? Yeah. Why are we gonna try Sam Donald for a number one or number two? We, let's keep him. Get the picks. Build around him. Ride or die. The livest, best, in the livest one. Let's do it. Mm. Let's do it, man. You know what? Because you know okay. who I want. Yeah. You know okay. who? You know go. who I want. Who do you want? Who do you want? You know, what are you doing at twenty three? Go ahead. Najee Harris, how you doing? Here we go. Oh He's jumping up. Man, man. Every week. The damn Every week, dude. Every week. Okay, Najee at 23. Uh, we get it. Yeah, I know you want him. 20, this guy man. runs. He can jump over people. He goes crazy. I get it. I understand that. But when you're talking about sticking with Sam Darnold right now, we understand that. So I'm looking at this situation, and I'm saying, okay, if you're willing to stick with Sam Darnold, that's the guy you want. Mm-hmm. Cool. We're with it. Right. What are you doing at number two? Are you interested at trading down at number two? That's my big question. 100%. 100%. Okay. Where's the farthest that you're willing to go, though, my man? What's the farthest down? Five. Five to Detroit. We, you know, I. Mm. I well, five is Cincinnati. Four is Atlanta. Five is Cincinnati. Three is Miami. Two is us. And, of course, we all know one is Jacksonville. Well, I don't think Cincinnati. I mean, it's, what, what do you think? To, what? Cincinnati's going to trade up for what? The right tackle? You think it? Well, you know that's an interesting. Joe, you put me on the spot, man. You're man. You're man. You man. You're slick, bro. <laughs> I give you that, man. You put me on the spot, you mother. You mother. No, 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 no. Opportunity there, okay. Cincinnati, they might be interested. I could see Carolina being interested. I can see Denver being interested as well. But that's eight and nine. Are you willing to go down there? A hundred percent, man. Because thing is, so okay. you're going to get two number ones. And if we get, you think two, you get number two number ones, ones going eight and nine? Listen, to what I'm saying, man. If we, okay, if we're going to get. Th- if we trade out of that pick, I mean, mm-hmm. look at the look at the compensation. I mean, he, okay, okay, hear me out, man. Hear me out, okay. Ready? Because I'm like, I'm like looking. I said, I did shoulders. I did shoulders today. I start my week late, okay. I will finish my week with arms tomorrow morning. All right. <laughs> so here we go. 
I'm just saying. I'm, you know, Italian, Irish, how we doing? Long Island, ride or die, Strong Island, here we go. But, my man, if we, I mean, I'm just saying, if we finish with those picks, just think the compensation that we're going to get. I mean, it, okay, here, here we go. No, no, listen to me. Teams want to trade for Sam Darnold for number one and number two. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. Why are we going to give them that advantage? Why are we going to let Sam Darnold go to another team and be successful when we can just keep him and build around him? That's my point. Okay. That's my point. That's no. my point. I yeah. mean, we're going to let San Francisco, you know, Pittsburgh or whatever the case may be, build around them and be, like, successful. Why don't we just build around Sam Darnold and just, you know, he, we picked him at number three. I won Josh Allen. You know, I, I, you know, I said that on Boomer and Gino, but, you know, I'll, I'll give mm-hmm. you a recording on that. But this is what we got. Build around him. He's only 23. He's the youngest quarterback, even though all the quarterbacks that were drafted this season, you know, he's the same age as Trevor Lawrence. But at the same time, I mean, like, why are we going to give him yeah. To another team. Oh, look, I, I, why are we gonna give what, yeah, what, my, why are we gonna give him to another team and let that team build around him when we can build around him and do it right when we have Coach Sala. That's a fact. Before, and look dude, look at this coaching staff that we have, bro. I mean, I'm just saying, mm-hmm. man. I'm you know I'm just yeah, saying, no, no, man. listen, Mike. Big listen, job. Big listen job. Mike, I hear you. You 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 bring in the fire. You brought the fire, I respect it. I was Dude, I always bring the, the fire. Look at these shoulders. Look at these shoulders. Come on. <laughs> I respect it. Listen, Mike, I got to get back to these callers, man. I got my yeah, lines when I see now, you, bro. you better give me a hug, and I'm going to buy you the jersey. Hey, I'm going to buy you the fucking Najee Harris jersey, all right, my man? <laughs> all right. You have a good night, Mike. Oh, Mike calling in. No curses in the show. I respect Mike. Thank you for calling in. Oh, man. Listen, I'm going to challenge your point. You call in. I, you know, I want to know some things. That's all. I want to know some things. You know what I mean? I just want to hear from you. If you're willing to trade down, let me know where. Where can you trade down to? What kind of conversation do you think you're going to get back? You want to stick with Darnold? Okay, cool. Let's stick with Darnold. What are we doing? How are we building around this? You know what I'm saying? So, we're going to keep going to these lines. I'm getting to my guy, Roach, next. Roach, I want to thank you for calling in, my friend. Give me your well, thoughts good, on the possibility of the Jets trading for, for Deshaun Watson, man. Is that something you want to see? You know, for sure, that's not something I want to see. Uh, first of all, for mm. me, Quentin Williams is off the table. Are you kidding me? Okay. You know how bad we've been wanting a pass rusher? And right now... With the sacks he was, like, giving us, no way he would give them up. No way. I think, uh, to be honest with you, I think um, going for Deshaun Watson is just unrealistic for us, man. We got too many holes. Too many holes. Mm. I'm not willing to give up that much draft capital and watch another two to three seasons of, like, oh, wow, we're still in rebuild mode. We already got our mm-hmm. franchise quarterback. I'm like, we should just stick with it. Just build around him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. You know? And I respect that. Now, when you're talking about building around him, 
you look at this situation, we at number two. I know a lot of people are saying, hey, or if we stick with Sam Darnold, then we should trade down. Are you willing to do that, or do you want to stick it too? No, no, no. I'd, I'd be willing to trade down to even like uh, to like seven or eight, to be honest with you. Because okay. there's just too much. I see there's too much talent in this draft coming up. And so far, Joe's been doing a good job with the draft. So I know he's doing his due diligence on what guys would fit for the system. And, you know, I keep dating back to when um, – Oh, when Chris Johnson in that press conference, man, you know, when they asked him, like, what do you think about Sam Donald? And he was like, yo, I'm a big fan of his. And I think mm-hmm. the reason why Salah was brought to this franchise, because I think the first thing they asked was, yo, can Sam Donald be fixed? Can you fix him? And then all of a sudden he's bringing this, this California-style system that could fit Sam Donald. So I think all the the signs are pointing that they might want to stick with them for another year. Like, I'm down for that, you know. Okay. But what I really would okay. want is for us to rebuild our defense, really. Like, get some corners, a pass, an edge rusher finally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, because like I, I said, like, uh-huh. Yeah, you know, look, I, I hear you. I think that that's definitely, you know, something that we could do, especially if we trade down and get – uh, solid capital back as well with the picks that we have. We could really, you know, help rejuvenate this offense. And then eventually, definitely in the draft, we would get some solid, you know, picks in as well to really help the defense too. Pass rusher, like you spoke about as well, cornerback help, stuff like that. But my final question before I let you go was, we talk about the start of the quarterback situation. You want, you want to stick with Sam, you want to build around him. I'm cool with that. But what about our backup quarterback situation? I want to, you know, what are your evaluation of that? Are you a guy that's confident with Morgan? Do you think that he would be a solid backup again going into next season? Or are you a guy that wants to see Flacco be brought back as a backup quarterback here? What are your thoughts on that? Um, to be honest with you, I think I'd rather go with a veteran backup quarterback. You know, I think one of the problems with that 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 was instrumental to Sam's development is when Gates decided not to go with a quarterback coach. And I was like, mm. he didn't want another voice in the room. I'm like, but you got this kid developing, and, you know, Sam is not – he's coachable, you know. And I'd rather go with some with senior where they could point him out wrong. And I think Flacco was pretty good. Like, I don't know enough about Morgan. I haven't even seen him in the practice field, so I, I couldn't tell you. Mm. But, you know, like okay. the whole QB – the whole QB situation, I keep saying, when you, uh, like, if, if they decide to move on from Sam, I would want him to go to a team like Washington or something where, like, you know, he can, or like, they can already send him somewhere where they already got it together. Because I don't want to see this kid go through another few years with a bad organization and then he just becomes, like, a journeyman. Like, nah, I, I think... Um, I think overall, man, I think we're going to be in good hands, man, because overall we got rid of Gase. And I tell everybody, you should be lucky Sam played the way he played this year because if he had played good, that means they'd had to justify keeping Gase even longer. That would have been terrible. So I don't mind mind hitting the reset button at all. (laughs) All right, listen, man, I got to get back to these lines. I want to thank you for calling in tonight, man. You had a heck of a call. Thank you. 
All right, you too, bro. Have a good one. As always, so we show the support, baby. All right. <laughs> always. Thank you so much. Peace, man. Ooh, listen, Rose calling in with the fire. We're going to keep getting to these lines, all right? <laughs> Got to keep hearing from people. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to challenge your points. Everybody, again, I want to thank everybody for calling in. We're going to 914-914, coming directly to you. 914, I want you to give me your thoughts about the uh, trade between Matt Stafford, or the trade for Matt Stafford by the Rams. And do you think that this drives up the price of Deshaun Watson? No, not at all. It's because they had to give up that extra first to dump Jared Goff's god-awful contract. Nobody was going to mm-hmm. take that contract unless they gave an extra first to do it. I mean, it's a bad mm-hmm. contract. That's yeah. why. And, yeah. no. and it's the Rams. Their they're first round picks are going to basically be early second for the most mm-hmm. part. Okay, okay. Well, what are your thoughts? Are you a guy that wants to trade for Deshaun Watson? Like I said, for, for the right price, I do it. Like, I think the Daniel Jeremiah, where he said three first over three years, I would do mm-hmm. that because then you're still getting – you still have a first-round pick this year. It's still a first-round pick mm-hmm. next year. And it wouldn't be until 2023 uh, where you wouldn't have a – I mean, 2020, 2023 where you wouldn't have a first-round pick. And then, you know, there are okay. rumors. Yeah, that I hear you there. Comes out with a rumor saying that Sam Darnold, you can get a late first. Then if you could get Deshaun Watson, trade Sam Darnold for a late first, you still have two first-round picks this year. Mm-hmm. No, that, yeah, that's, that's absolutely true. But what if the Texans want number two this year, number 23, and a first-round pick next year? Are you still doing that deal? I might do it like that. If I can, if I can get Darnold for that late if I can get Darnold for that first, then, yeah, I think I would do it. It's just still – like, here's the thing. I don't think they have as much leverage because the cap situation around the league means it limits the teams, and his saying, I will choose where I go, also limits the team. But I think there's a good chance. Mm-hmm. But if, if that doesn't work out, you know, if their price is too high, it's, like, not worth it, like, you know, I'd rather draft a quarterback. I'm, I know if we just had a Tim Darnold fan that – just come on a few calls earlier, but I just can't see any logic. I just can't see much logic to keeping him. No offense, and I'm not trying to be negative. I'm being realistic. His mechanics no, have gotten worse. His footwork has mm-hmm. gotten worse. His his reading of the defense has gotten worse. His accuracy has gotten worse. I mean, I was reading a radio show, I think, where Denzel Mims went on, and they asked him why he didn't get as many touches, catches, Sometimes Sam would just look at me and just not even throw me the ball. I'd be open. He said I'd be wide open. I the quarterback wouldn't throw me the ball. Mm-hmm. It's a problem when you're receiving. No, yeah, wide look, open. I, I've, I've heard that. Uh, you know, yeah, I, I saw that as well. And then you know, I know that uh, Perryman, I believe, said something else too. Um, you know, there, there's a lot to be said about Sam. I know that some people want to get rid of him. I'm here. It's not about being negative or anything. Whatever it takes that you I'm have. I'm not trying to be you know, negative. I'm hear. just trying to be real. I'm trying to be realistic also because, look, if you keep him, yeah. you're going to have to extend him with either the fifth-year option or give him a new contract. And he hasn't really mm-hmm. done much to garner a new contract. And then if you give him the fifth-year option, that's $25 million, 100% guaranteed for injury. And given the fact he has yet to – complete a full season without injuries, I, I don't want to give him that money. And then here's the, here's the big thing that kills it for me, is next year's quarterback class is very mixed. you got some people saying, oh, it's a very deep and talented class. Some people saying, it's a very weak and thin class, not really worth a lot there. So I don't want to like have Sam 
have him flop, and then have to trade up for what could be lesser talent. I just don't want to take that mm. risk and have the Jets get set back another 10 years because we don't have the quarterback to get the job done. I know Wilson, yeah, no. Fields, Lance mm. aren't Trevor Lawrence, but we know more about them now than what we know about the quarterback class for next year. And it's like, is the ri- I know a lot of it is sentimental because I get it. I do like Sam. He's a nice guy, but it wouldn't kill me if he went somewhere else and panned out. Because I think he needs. Mm. I just think he just needs a year to decompress. Because he's still young, 23 years old. He can sit behind a veteran like a Big Ben in Pittsburgh, or maybe you know, or maybe I can't really think of another team right now. But you know, sitting behind a guy like Big Ben, a Hall of Fame, a first ballot Hall of Fame, where he can learn. Yeah, you could you could send him to the Niners. I think the Niners would be a team that could definitely help him as well. The Colts. Yeah, like, I, I don't there. know why it would be bothering for people if he panned out somewhere else. Because, mm-hmm. like, I would get that if we well, just flopped and he panned. But I don't see us – like, I trust Joe Douglas in his decision-making. So, mm-hmm. I trust who, if whoever he drafts, whether if he trades them, I'm comfortable with whoever he drafts, whether it's Fields, Lance, uh, Wilson, you know. I was actually working on a Wall Street Wilson T-shirt. <laughs> okay. Well, listen. I gotta get back to the rest of these lines, man. It was a great call from you tonight. I, you know, that was a you know solid call. And I respect everybody. Oh yeah, call. I got some more. I got some more. I do respect your take there, but are, are you, you're the trivia guy as well. Go ahead and give us some trivia before I, I go ahead and let you go. True or false? The first player ever signed by the Jets is in the Hall of Fame. Mm. Is that true? The first player false? ever signed by the Jets. Is it true or false? It, I'm going to say ever signed by the Jets. I'm going to say false. Nope. The first player ever signed by the New York Jets, number 13, wide receiver Don Maynard. Oh, that's, you know, dude, you get me every time. You get me every time with that, every time. Listen, thank you for calling in tonight. Please keep coming by with your with your uh with your trivia, man, you get me every single time. You have a good night, my friend. All right, same to you. Go Jets. Go Jets, man. That, that guy gets me every time with the trivia. Every time, he gets me every time. I think I only got like one, uh, like one or two questions correct. This guy gets me every single time, man. Every time he gets me every single time. So we're gonna keep going, man. Gonna keep going to these lines. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you got quite a bit of, quite a bit of callers. You know what I'm saying? God, he gets me every single time without a shadow of a doubt. Never fails. Never, ever, ever fails. So we're going to keep going. 716, I'm coming directly to you. 716. Welcome to the show. Uh, I want you to give me your thoughts on the trade of Stafford to the Rams. And do you think this drives up the price for Deshaun Watson? I mean, yeah, it does. Um, Mm. There's not a lot of good QBs right now in free agency. Mm And I don't know, Goff is kind of – his contract sucks, and the Rams really screwed up because they ended up giving away two picks, and they traded for Goff with all those picks when they drafted him a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know, the Rams are going downhill right now. Mm. Okay, okay. When you look at this situation, are you a guy that wants to trade – for Deshaun Watson, is that actually your target? Is that a guy that you want to bring into the New York Jets? Right now? 
the Jets are so bad that they need to go into rebuild mode and just focus on the future years because Deshaun Watson, I honestly think he has like five, six, seven years left. And the Jets, I think it's going to be a long rebuild for them. So I don't think talent right now would help them that much. Mm, Wow. Okay. So you're looking at uh, the draft, I'm guessing, as a way to rebuild this football team. So my last question for you is, if you're sticking with Sam Darnold, you got the second pick in the first round, are you looking to trade down or are you looking to take a player with that second pick? Um, Honestly, I think the Jets really screwed up by trying to win a couple more games just for momentum. Because, mm-hmm. honestly, that Trevor Lawrence was their whole future. They needed him. And well, now I just yeah, think I, they need to trade yeah. down. Okay, okay. Look, I respect that. Listen, I want to thank you for calling in, my man. It was great to talk to you tonight. You have a good night. Next time I have a show, I want you to call in, man. You know your stuff. Okay. Listen, uh, you know, I respect everybody. I don't know, Trevor, you know, with our whole future, there's things that we can do, you know, to continue to better this football team, even though we lost out on him. But, you know, I, I understand. There's people that uh, there's people that absolutely wanted Trevor, you know, and they we didn't get him. So they think, hey, that's the end of the road for us. Uh, I think there's still things, some things we could do. Even if we do go quarterback in the draft, Justin Fields is a good QB, man. He's not a bum. He's not a bum at all. And Zach Wilson is solid, too. He's a guy that I think could come in the league and do some things, even though, again, I'm a believer in Sam Darnold, you know, not because I'm a USC homer. I know some people believe that. I respect it, but that's not who I am. (laughs) I'm a guy that just thinks that Sam Darnold has the talent, and I think that if we can build around him properly, he'll be able to show, you know, what he can do, especially in an offensive system that fits him. So we're going to keep going to get to these callers. You know, We're running a little tight on time, but I'm going to hear from everybody. 315, 315, I'm coming directly to you. 315, I want you to give me your thoughts on the Jets quarterback situation right now. Are you a guy that has faith in Sam Darnold going forward? Yes, I do. Man, this line was long. <laughs> yes, it was. Longer than the COVID vaccine line I was on the other day, my goodness. But, hey, here's, here's, my, here's my take on all this. Um, yeah, they shouldn't, give up. they shouldn't give up on Sam Darnold. I mean, and, and, and to give up so much, what? Whole first round draft pick and Quentin Williams, mm-hmm. like, that's insane. I mean, it, it just mm-hmm. doesn't make any sense. I mean, look at Deshaun Watson. He was on the Texans, a better team than the Jets, okay? And he only won four games, okay? And you got to look at it this way also. If Deshaun Watson comes to the New York Jets and we give all that up, four first round draft picks, Quentin Williams, are they going to be a playoff team this year? Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. But if you keep Sam Donald in there and you get all those picks and get those free agents and, and, and uh, trade up. Because I guarantee you there are tons of teams calling the Jets right now for that number two pick. They're either calling for a quarterback or they're calling for Pene Suo, the uh, that offensive tackle. They're all calling the Jets and then making them offers. If they trade up, I guarantee you the Jets will end up with another number one pick for uh, the, for next year, a first-round pick for mm. next year. Yeah, because that, that's what okay. I'm, I believe that's what they're offering. The Jets can end up with three first-round picks next year. So that second-round yeah. pick they have is so valuable, and they got to build around Donald. And I don't know if you remember this. At the end uh, um, of his first year, Donald did great. Gage came in. Those two years, he was horrible. It, to me, it's all about coaching. Look at Landon Winnie for the Giants. He's different, doing better. 11 and a half sacks um, for the Giants. 
and there are people that are saying if Deshaun Watson comes to the Jets, there's going to be a lot of players that's going to follow him. Not absolutely yeah. not. That's not you don't know that. I don't know if you're old enough to remember this, but I remember when Reggie White was a free agent back in '92. The Jets were trying to sign him, and he said, "Okay, you get Boomer Sison, and I'll go to the Jets." They got Boomer Sison. He went to the Green Bay Packers. Okay, so there's no guarantee that players are going to follow Deshaun Watson. You're going to have a bad team for the next couple of years. You know what I mean? uh, Football is not a one-man show. You need Mm. weapons. Let me tell you something. If Mahomes was on the Jets, it was on the Jets this coming season. You think they'd be a playoff team? No. No, not with, not. not with Adam Gaze it's and not, not with about the quarterback. It's about problem. the guys you surround them with. He needs to be protected. At the end of that first year when Sam Donald played, he showed, I saw greatness. I loved that mm-hmm. he could run out the pocket and throw a pass mm-hmm. on the run and throw a touchdown. And I don't remember that Buffalo game when he did that, but he did that several times. We haven't had a quarterback yeah. do that in so long. You know what I mean? Once yeah. the, the, the defense got to that quarterback, they dropped. You know what I mean? Yep. And, and look at what's happening yeah. to, uh, what's his name, for the Ravens. You know I mean, his accuracy is not that great. I mean, Lamar he Jackson, run, yeah. he won MVP. Jamal, um, what's his name? You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Lamar Jackson, um, he's, he's yeah. I, I, see, I see what right, you're saying. Lamar Jackson. Take, when he's getting hassled, it, it's really tough for him to get out the pocket. Like you said, the protection issues there, you know, when he's trying to run, he's getting hassled. And you, like you said, you see the breakdowns. I think if you have any of those young QBs, Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, uh, you know, any QB that's really pushing, you know, forward, uh, if you would have had him on, had them on this roster last year, I think we absolutely still struggle because of the, the horrible coaching, mm-hmm. the bad protection, and the lack of weapons. So you, you're absolutely bringing the fire right now. Listen, I got to get back to these lines, though, my friend. It was great okay. to have you on Take tonight. Care. It was great to talk to you. Give me, give me your name first before before you go. What is your name again? I apologize. Eddie DeJesus. Eddie, listen, Eddie, Eddie, salute to you as well, my guy, Eddie. Let's give him a hand, man. Thank you. Eddie, first off, and second off, you're a savage as well, Eddie. I always see you in the chat all the time. I don't know why you didn't call in. Why you didn't call in? I just like to listen most of the time. Come on, Eddie. Listen, I want to thank you for calling in. I want to hear more from you, Eddie, man. I want to hear more from you, all right? You have a good night. No problem. You too. Take care. All right. Thank you. You take care. Listen, I think Eddie's ashamed of this, man. I think Eddie, you know, I I respect Eddie. We love Eddie around here. Always in the chat. Straight savage. Listen, I'm going to keep getting to the lines. This is my final caller, 516. I'm coming directly to you, 516. Really quickly, uh, I want you to give me your take on, you know, the New York Jets right now in the quarterback position. What are your thoughts on Sam Darnold, and how do you evaluate him? Hey, what's up, man? Um, what's going on? So with Sam Darnold, honestly, I feel like the Jets didn't do right by him, personally. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I understand that we got to move forward. So with that okay. said, listen, we have the coaches right now potentially fix this man. I know everybody's mm-hmm. talking about, oh, we don't want a quarterback that we could fix. Oh, this, that, and the third. But developing a quarterback is the same, or at least potentially the same as fixing a quarterback. He still has potential. He's still young. Now, with that said, 
we have the picks. If we have the picks to make a move for Deshaun Watson, I say we do that because we have the um, we have the GM. Okay. I like what he's done in the late. I like what he's done in the later rounds. So, if we have mm-hmm. a GM that's competent, he knows what he's doing in those middle rounds. I think we'll be all right mm-hmm. in terms of building out the team. Okay. So here, here's my here's my final question for you before I let you go. Again, we're tight on time. I really and I really like the take that you're bringing right now. Okay. So if you let's say we move it on for Sam Darnold, right? And you your guy that's looking. Hey, if we get Deshaun Watson for the right for the right picks. If the Texans want three first-round picks, two second-round picks, and Quentin Williams, are you doing that deal? No, not at all. <laughs> okay. Not at all. Okay. I'm not giving up Quentin. Okay. I'm definitely not giving up Quentin. Okay. Um, I'm not even giving so up Quentin. So what is your limit then? Second round pick. Uh, my limit is probably – let me see. I'm not going to trade Donald to them because I feel like if we're going to trade Donald, we need to trade him to a team that's definitely going to develop him. Um, okay. But I think at the most, I'm giving them three first round picks, man. At the most. And that's it? Okay. Okay. I don't know if that'll get it. I don't know if that'll get it, but I got to get going, my friend. It was great to talk to you. We're tight on time again. And I got to end the show soon. What is your name again? I'm sorry. Oh, my name's Ade, but um, I'm actually Soulful Crown. Okay. Say it again. Oh, my name's Ade, but I'm Soulful Crown in the chat. Oh, Soulful Crown, why didn't you say anything? You always be in there. I don't know why you didn't say nothing. This guy, guy is always, always in the chat all the time. I don't know. Why do they, Why do people call in and not say, yo, I'm a sad Listen, I got to get going. I want to thank you for calling in, my friend, all right? You have a good night. All right. No doubt. You too, man. All right. You have a good one. Listen, why don't they call in and just say, yo, I'm a savage. Joe, I'm a savage. You know? Listen, I got to close the show out, folks. It's a great show. I want to thank everybody for calling in. I got to end really quickly. Listen, I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. I want to shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. I'm also on Twitter as well at YoungJ000. YoungJ000, that's three zeros. Go ahead and follow me. I'll follow you right back. When to troll me, no issues. I'm going to troll to live under the bridge. I'm also on YouTube as well at Long Beach Joe Jets. Long Beach Joe Jets. Go in there, subscribe to my content, follow me. You want to troll me, no issues. I'll go back and forth. And as always, people, when you see me in person, it is arms out, chest open, free hugs for everyone, okay? Free hugs for everyone that will cost you absolutely nothing. I want to thank everyone for listening and calling in. You folks are the absolute greatest. Hey!